You know, writing online has done a couple of things for me, and I'll touch on that briefly. But first, hi, this is your mind ranting. Happy hump day, happy Wednesday. Today is the 22nd of June, 2022. Quite exciting, guys, to be here chilling with Miss Pepper Potts Perkowitz. She probably doesn't feel the same because she is cold. Even in the hottest of temperatures, this little three-pound super mutt is cold. Literally, her sweater is comprised of furry socks. If the furry socks aren't enough, then we'll throw on a, and I shit you not, we'll throw on uh, rat clothing. She's a little bit bigger than, you know, a rat. And it trips me out that there's actually rat clothing or guinea pig clothing. And she'll fit into that. A little loose, but it looks good on her. So just chilling here with the Perkowitz. And so what I wanted to start off with today just briefly was these, this, this whole online writing experiment that I've been finally getting a hold of. Now, I'm, I'm not talking just about the Twitter. I'm actually talking about uh, the little newsletter that I'd set up on Substack. I have no idea how to edit. I don't know how to add... Um, footnotes properly there's a few options where I can put uh, share notification buttons which I think that's kind of radical quite interesting that I'm barely just diving into this now maybe I could have done this a few years back but I think the best time for me to have started was well basically last week which is what I did and so couple lessons I learned from writing a couple of these new le- newsletters. One, you're never that good of a writer until you post it and you start pointing out mistakes, even after you do some careful editing. And trust me, I did do some editing. I did at least maybe about half a day's worth of editing. My first couple of posts took me, I would say, an hour to write. And then I took about five hours just to edit, just to try to make it perfect, which, truth be told, probably shouldn't have done that pepper stuff. (laughs) She's telling me that I, I did an okay job. Not the best, but an okay job. And I realize um, probably the first few posts have been chock full of holes. And I can live with that. I can live with the fact that it's not as bad as it seems. I definitely would love for people to reach out and effectively call me out on my crappy writing. So that's the first lesson is for me to realize that I'm probably not as good as a writer as I 
ever made myself out to be. And truth be told, I, I'm a, uh, I am a giant work in progress, a very, very large work in progress. And this comes to the podcasting. This comes to twittering, tweeting, <laughs> tweeting, the new stack letter and the whole Instagram page thing. I, I've ignored these kind of technologies for some time. I didn't think I needed them. Turns out that I don't know much and well, I should have got into this a little bit sooner because might've been a little bit easier for me to tackle these things, but it's a learning curve that I am more than welcome to attack. So quite a huge blessing. The second, and I think the most important thing for me is I almost feel relieved for tweeting. I almost feel relieved for writing. It's, it's almost like you're just letting a part of yourself out into the world and just letting people see your thought process whether that thought process is any good life changing I think it has been quite an adventure and needless to say I am just starting now I mean I would hope one day my work is decent I would hope that it's shared amongst cohort of people who find it engaging who find it entertaining who find it life-changing even if it's just you know a handful of people i would you know what i'll probably speak this out loud i definitely would like to make a career out of the whole writing thing like completely out of the whole writing thing some of this podcasting and tweeting Obviously, there's going to be more to it. There's going to be a handful of more projects to group in there. But I think it has been quite a journey and quite a ride for me to be sharing my message or to share what my thought process is. And truth be told, some of my thought processes, have, I think, have been kind of a little down so to speak they haven't been the most cheerful i know there's a couple episodes on this podcast where i kind of regret putting out especially the ones where i take a brief hiatus and then i go off on a tangent about how family emergencies and whatnot forgetting that lots of people go through their own family emergencies and they go through their own problems and i'm no exception and i shouldn't make a huge spectacle of it and i really shouldn't have it slow down what I do because um, I had to really change the definition of a family emergency and whether it would stop me from doing the things that I really want to do. No. Scratch that. The things I really need to do in order to take care of it. I know that might sound a little cruel, but it's a lot of soul searching in there for that. But I am glad to be able to put this out and share 
amongst the rest of the people. So, yeah. Like I said, just wanted to touch briefly on that. Something I actually wanted to bring up was... um, Recently, I decided to share a couple of, uh, of ideas with my spouse on, you know, having her start her own baking business. I don't know shit about business or baking, but I gave her an idea and I think we might end up tackling that in the near future. Who knows? But the interesting part about all of this is that we've uh, actually started watching a couple of these uh, business YouTubers, specifically uh, Alex Hermosi. Alex Hermosi is uh, the co-founder of Acquisition.com. And actually, I did buy his uh, book that was on Amazon. 100 million offers i bought the audiobook and i bought the uh, kindle format and i have listened to it quite extensively i definitely need to take notes it's one of these books you definitely need to take books i mean you you can have the book open as a reference um but i've been learning to try to read a little bit more metaphorically because you know the advice that he puts out there and the advice that's put out in a lot of self-help or business books don't necessarily have anything to do with the way we see things and those particular examples just don't make any sense so we just got to learn to read metaphorically pick that one up actually from uh, Derek Sievers in how to live because a lot of people would crap on his uh, most extreme example of uh of lessons and he says well ignore the story find the lesson and then live with it and so we've been looking a little bit more into like i mentioned alex hermosi's uh work on youtube highly recommend it uh hermosi is spelled h-o-r-m-o-z-i even has like a little group a little mosey nation um, it's pretty cool. Some of the people on there. What was quite interesting, how this guy's a little bit different than, you know, your typical guru, was that, you know, first off, his tagline is he has nothing to sell you. And the second line is, well, not the second line, but um, the one thing that really gravitated me towards this kind of work that he does is basically he took a simple concept of you know he took a simple concept of of beliefs and how we can alter them not into necessarily you know this whole i am rich or i am a badass learner or i am extremely affluent more so we can basically take certain moments in our past And then we can flip it to fit our particular situation. So let's just say I'm a badass learner because I take, I have taken, let's just say an hour and a half to read and diligently take notes 
in school or while I'm reading. I am a badass learner because I devour online courses. I am a I am an affluent person because I'm always figuring out what would be the best investments for me and my family. So it's basically taking past, you know, past actions to paint an argument or to paint a story of who you really are. And um, I kind of like that as opposed to just saying, hey, make the belief happen and then go take action. It's just like, no, you need evidence as well to demonstrate that you can do these certain things. So, I mean, one for me would be, oh, I'm resilient because I'm putting out podcasts and I am writing and I am reading extensively and critiquing myself to try to be better all the time. That's probably the best way to go about it. Holy shit, the rain's coming down really hard. Uh, Please bear with me if it's getting any louder (laughs) because it is. I'll probably just take a look at it. It'll probably bring me peace. It probably does bring you peace. I know people say that, you know, just listening to the rain while you're reading or just thinking makes it that much more meaningful. So I think I'm going to go ahead and do that. So, yeah, definitely check out Alex Hermosi's work on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter. He's actually one of the few members of the Twitter Twitter Blue Check Mafia that I actually respect. The other ones might be, you know, Mark Manson, Ray Dalio. Um, that's all that can come to mind right now. Um, it's a shame that Lex Friedman or uh, Naval aren't really part of the Check Checkmark Mafia. Not that they fucking need it. They're badasses. They don't really need that kind of notification or that kind of gratification attached to their name. Yeah. You know what? Mini rant on that. Some of the members that are part of that Twitter, that Twitter blue check mafia, Jesus Christ, their thought processes just irk me so fucking much. Just look up maybe the top 100 checkmark mafia members and you'll see what the fuck i'm talking about there's just so many idiotic tweets so many idiotic ideas concepts political debates that really don't need to be well pressured or followed on and this is why i avoid a majority of them i do have a few of them on there uh, besides the three that i mentioned um i know Derek sievers i follow him on there and he shot me a follow back so God bless that man. Um, I follow also Nassim Nicholas Taleb. He pushes it sometimes, but he's okay. You know, just because I do like his work. And, you know, sometimes he is a little brash and, well, he's up in your face. I respect it as well. So, Blue Check Mafia, I don't know if they paid for it because some of them I look at them and I'm just like holy shit you know like, where the hell did you get that 
who gave you that and is there a return policy because you definitely need to give it back there's no need for you to be uh, influencing anybody there's no reason for you to be saying the shit that you say holy hell just there's some people who definitely should not share their thoughts and this is you know on both the conservative and the liberal political ideology spectrum or just people who just want to run their mouth for no other reason other than to run their mouth wait i do that but it's okay because i don't have a blue check okay i can run my mouth and so can you okay all right so i hope you guys are doing okay Hope you have a fantastic morning. Please take care of yourselves. And until next time, I will catch you on the next one.